Alrighty. So, thank you for listening to the Strong Calm Podcast. Talk communication, community building, how those two things build strong company, whether that's the company that you have created or the company that you keep today is a DRIVE podcast, D-R-I-V-E, it's an acronym I came up with years and years ago uh, to as a, as a promise to myself and other people on how I would conduct myself in work and life, and it's been a mindset um, that I run in. It's kind of the guardrails that I set up to um, you know help me, and I do these episodes in between the strong calm conversations where we do that you know strong calm help you strong your calm uh do this one in between just to fill some gaps but also to help you cultivate a stronger mindset so i wanted to uh we're just going to keep on going so i've done a dedication one dedicated to a relationship one uh, building relationships and the value of that integrity was the previous one exploring that as a concept and today is a very fun one it is volition volition is a fancy word for action willpower and uh, we're going to dive into that we're going to talk a little bit about willpower and how we can use volition in our own life um, to accomplish the goals that we have for our life and um Volition is the subject of the day. Volition, volition, volition. So the reason I did volition is because I, as a poet, I love acronyms. It's just an easy way to remember concepts. Um, it's a it's a powerful teaching tool. And to make the acronym work, when I first created it, um, I wanted it to be kind of a play on words for my career. Drive was, I created it when I was in car sales, so... It makes sense. Um, But then I was like, V, what is a V word that I can implement that also acts as a promise to somebody else and it makes, you know, real world sense to them? Well, I, the the vocabulary and English major, the 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 vocabulary nerd and lover of English said volition. You know, everybody loves volition and nobody really under nobody really knows that word. It's not in the common lexicon. So nobody really knows the word. So I constantly have to tell people what it is. Um, but it's a powerful word. And I think it's an accurate word because, you know, in, in the world of taking action, action, taking, hustling, uh, getting it done, all that stuff, Volition is really the machine behind all of that, and I will demonstrate how. The definition of volition is, let me type this guy up, the faculty or power of using one's will. Synonyms being determination, firmness of purpose, fixity of purpose. I didn't even know fixity was a word. That's fun. Uh, so it's willpower. Volition is willpower. And the idea behind it when I first created it was that, you know, as a as a salesman uh, back in the day, I'm going to go to work for you. I'm going to get this thing done. I'm going to help you out. And that's what I want to do today. For anybody that I'm uh, working with, I want to use my willpower 
um, to your best benefit. So that was the idea behind it. Volition, the faculty or power of using one's will. It is the thing that gets you up off the couch, out of the bed and into your purpose, into your goals, into your dreams and what you want to accomplish in your life. So it's taking action and it is a it is a important, probably the most important part of the drive um, mindset because we have dedication. You have to be dedicated to something. Then you have to build relationships around that thing. You have to have integrity. You have to um, have a strong character and moral uh, compass. And then you can have all those things and still accomplish nothing. So, so you can, you can be dedicated to something and have that dream. You can talk about it with your friends or at least get somebody around you, maybe have a mentor and learn about it, build those relationships. You can, you can, you can be a great person or, you know, have that, have that foundational character set, the moral compass. But if you don't do anything, it doesn't ever get done. So volition is a key piece to actually having a uh, mindset that gives you what you want without a intentional will, an actual leaning forward into life. Um, so, so that's what it is. Volition is the, the taking action of things. So whenever you're listening to this, if you're listening to this in the morning, the afternoon or night, I hope that you, you know, whatever minute into this podcast, you take a moment and say, what am I doing? What can I pour my will into to better my life or somebody else's? Um, because activity breeds activity. Um, when you start intentionally pushing yourself into the world and making something happen, you never know what those opportunity, what, what kind of reactions, um, whatever, what, you never know what kind of feedback you're going to get from the world. And it's amazing. It's like magic. The more action that you take, the more opportunities you make. Let's see. I did some research. This is back in 2016. I wrote, uh, I was, I was still trying to like write blogs and stuff. I'm, I'm figuring out that, uh, blogs are really tough for me. So, uh, to, to, to stick with and, but Saturday, May 14th. Wow. Isn't that funny? I just realized May 14th, which is uh, literally three days um, from now, uh, in 2016, I wrote this piece called Moving Forward Knowing Nothing. Uh, it's in my little volition uh, folder. This is how long I've been, you know, just gestating and meditating on these principles. And um, I figured I would share it with you because it's a fun uh, starting point for this principle in this podcast series. And, um, it's called moving forward, knowing nothing. And it, it says this, this is the 26 year old Aaron Dunn meditating on volition. And, um, I won't read the whole thing, but I, I think it's a good, I think, you know, there's still some value in this, um, in this story here. So it says we're all moving in a place called the great unknown. And it's a scary place to be. And I talk about, you know, I'm always creating stuff. I'm writing stuff. I want to be a speaker. I create new projects. I'm trying different things. This is prior to the podcast being um, created. And there's a constant tug in the back of my mind that says, no, you can't. 
or sorry, you're not good enough. You're not qualified. You don't have the stamp of approval. Um, Nobody will listen. All that kind of stuff. The fear of what others might say or think penetrates the back of my mind and keeps me from doing what I actually want to do. Fear of others' perceptions of me, regardless of what they actually say. There's been a few people who have chimed in on the Instagram live here have said nothing, you know, and that's okay. But, you know, what are they thinking? Why didn't they stick around? Those type of things swirl in your head. And it's sort of like the first time you you go to drive, um, you know, drive a car when you're learning to drive, when you're a student driver, the cautious acceleration that you have that leads to a big leap in RPMs like, oh, am I pressing it enough? And then you launch forward really, really fast. And then you got wide eyes and then the person right beside you has wide eyes. And then you slam onto the brake pedal and everything lunges forward real fast and kind of say, oh, sorry about that. Kind of got over enthusiastic, but also cautious. And you're you're constantly in this this um, this heaving forward and slamming on the brake and then heaving forward and slamming on the brake because you're learning the machine that you're, you're, you're learning the machine that, that you've got your hands white knuckle gripped on 10 and two, and you're trying to make sense of all these new mechanisms. Um, but you know that you feel confident that you see everybody else around you, right? You, 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 you grow up seeing that people are doing these things doing this thing and you feel confident that, hey, I can master this as well, or at least uh, get on the road. I can at least start navigating through traffic. Um, but the label of being a student driver, if you're in the if you're in a car, you know, and it says student driver, this, it can it can cause this kind of shame because you're trying new things and everybody can see that this is the first day that this person's been on the road and you're hogging up traffic. You're not doing things right. You're launching forward. You're stopping. You're a student driver. It can be so embarrassing and you want so bad to just make it automatic that the habit just becomes ingrained in you. And it, it just seems like so effortlessly to navigate um, through the world, through traffic. But there's just so much to learn and master with this. Um, so the first time you're behind the wheel, you at least have an understanding of what it takes to drive. It's not that you know absolutely nothing because you've, you've witnessed other people do it for so long, but you're unsure of what the outcome will be because you've never actually taken these, this understanding or this, this viewing from afar into actual action, into your body, into your hands, into your feet. You've never you've never have the opportunity to sync it all up. So the only seal of approval that you can really rely on is yourself. The only one you can rely on is the belief in your the person who believes in you that says, hey, I'm going to trust you with my life right now. I'm definitely going to put on the seatbelt. Um, but hey, I'm right beside you as a kind of co-pilot to help you navigate. Uh, but, you know, there's still that fear that you have to work out. So you're always you're constantly in your head like, am I doing everything right? And then, you know, you're trying to combat that fear as well as your enthusiasm and balance it all to really start navigating down the road properly. So 
you know, nobody gets a driver's license prior to passing a written test. You got to pass the written test, but it's really where, but, but the, the, the magic happens when you are actually driving down the road. That's the only time people see you making a move. That's the only time people see you actually moving. That's the only time you're really moving within, you know, volition, within your willpower, uh, when you're leaning forward in life. You can write, you can, you can study, you can read all the books, you can watch all the videos, you can ask friends, you can witness other people driving, you can learn from afar, but the thing that moves you from, I'm dedicated to driving, I'm building relationships, I feel like I'm going to be a good person, you know, I'm going to follow the law, I know the law, I'm going to obey the dedication, the relationship, the integrity, the thing that moves you from there to the next step of actually driving down the road and hitting 70, 75, passing your first diesel on I-20 is volition. It's a scary thought moving forward knowing nothing because you haven't experienced it. Moving forward without experience. But it is the most magic moment of your life because it is at that point that you're actually moving forward. So, I want to encourage you to slap that label on yourself of a student driver and be okay with it because eventually you'll just be a driver. Ever the student, I, this reminds me, I've got to take defensive driving, um, before into June because I, <laughs> I sped the other day and the guy clocked me, um, unfortunately, but, um, you know, it just reminds you that you're always a student. You're always learning something new. There's always room for improvement. There's always something that you're going to have to overcome. That won't ever change. And the faster that we accept that and move into it and take it within, take it into our tin and two and our hands and feet and look through the windshield and not the rearview mirror, the faster we do that, the more, the faster we get to the next step of enthusiasm and enjoying and having the electricity behind the experience that we're constantly, that, that, that we work into our lives. So move forward, knowing nothing, be a student driver and be confident about it. So, okay, so let's see how, let's talk about how volition willpower applies to the katana metaphor that we've been exploring through the last few episodes of this drive series. This is the fourth of the five, first five of the drive series, which is, you know, we're, we're approaching the end in a way, the beginning of uh, the, the end, the beginning of a new beginning is what we're approaching. And, um, you know, I've been exploring the katana making process with you, um, as it relates to the drive mindset, because the because it works as a great image, a great metaphor, a great um, example of of the drive process in in motion, the the drive mindset in motion. So, 
Let's take a look. See, and volition might be, you know, it, 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 this particular piece of the katana forging process is very interesting because it is the quintessential thing that you know about the katana. It is the curving of the blade. So volition applies to the unique and distinguishing quality of your work and how you do things, your creation. And in the katana process, it's no different in the katana. So, of course, each step of the process create is is you know volition is necessary action is necessary but i felt that the curving of the blade is really the the perfect the perfect example of volition in motion listen to this next the this is from the article curving the blade Next, the smith pulls the katana from the fire and plunges it into a trough of water in a rapid cool-down process called quenching. Because the sword's back edge and inner core contain very little carbon, they can contract more freely than the high-carbon steel at the front edge of the blade. The difference in... The difference in both the degree and speed of contraction between the two forms of tamahagane causes the sword to bend, creating the distinctive curve. This is a tricky stage in which as many as one in three swords is lost. So the we've learned that the katana blade is made up of two different types of steel, the high carbon and low carbon steel and it's forged together now they're using that you're they're using that as a way to curve the blade into its distinctive you know aerodynamic edge and it is a tricky stage in which as many as one in three swords is lost and i think that's a great example of how volition works in that in in our life in any kind of creative endeavor or in work when we're doing something there's always a risk involved and when we're doing something if we don't if 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 the if the blade wasn't ever curved it would never be a katana so it takes that specific amount of intentional will to make something from one thing to distinctively yours or distinctively what it's supposed to be but there's that risk involved in that you know even though you're working toward it, you might not, you might not get it just right. One in three, that's a third. That's a, that's quite a big chunk. So that's a, there's a risk there. And I think in volition, if we think about volition, if we think about moving with that intentional will, it's not that we always have it just right. There's always a risk. There's always something that, you know, can go awry they can go wrong but it is the thing that m- delivers the results that we're looking for volition is what sets one sword apart from another one piece of work from another so your volition is your curving of the blade i'm going to ask you how are you curving the blade How are you making a distinctive difference? How are you putting that 
stylistic edge on whatever you're doing in your space? What makes you different? What sets you apart? And what is that risky thing that you're willing to do to get right, even if 33% of the time it doesn't work out? That's a question. So um, that's the katana. And one more thing. This is just a quote uh, from my brain to yours. And something to remember in turn when you start taking action. One thing that I've learned just through experience is that people do not care about you. People don't care. But people do care about you a lot. People don't care as much as you think they do. And people care an awful lot more than you think that they do. So the important part is to just do stuff. It's not that people don't care because they don't love you. They don't think highly of you. They that you suck or everything you're doing is bad. That's not why they don't care. They don't care because they're busy. They're interested in what they're doing. They're in, they've got busy things to do. They're they've got work. They've got families. They've got projects. That's why they don't care. So don't focus on yourself when you feel that somebody else doesn't care about you. Just focus on the work. Because people do care that you're doing things. People do love the fact that you are making your own, that you're making movement, that you are using volition to push into the world what you believe is the best thing that you could do for others and yourself. People do care about your life and your giving of yourself. So please continue regardless of how dull your edge might seem sometimes. Keep cutting away because eventually you will forge that katana and people will marvel at it. So people don't care, but people do care. So the point is to just do. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. This has been the Strong Calm Podcast. Hey, before you go, before you pause, before you realize that this is the end and you don't actually have to finish, important piece, please go to YouTube. If you have a YouTube account, if you have multiple YouTube accounts, hit the subscribe button on my YouTube account, Strong Calm with Aaron Dunn. W slash Aaron Dunn. So just do Strong Calm Aaron Dunn. You will find the YouTube. Hit a subscribe. I'm trying to hit a thousand, about a hundred something away. That's really close. I think I've got a hundred friends that could that could throw a subscribe for free. Please help me out. Also, if you're interested in receiving the Strong Calm newsletter, newsletter. Somebody got a sticker just uh, the other day because they signed up for the newsletter. If you'd like a Strong Calm podcast sticker for free, I'll get it to you somehow, some way. Um, just subscribe to the newsletter at strongcom.substack.com or if it's easier to remember strongmind.com just go to strongmind.com that's s-t-r-o-n-g-m-y.com thank you so much for listening um consider sharing and we will talk to you next week peace out